You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know. I feel like if anybody in this room was going to be the owner of some kind of an exotic animal, uh-huh. I would have assumed it would have been me. Because uh-huh. I've talked about this before. You made fun of me for this kind of thing. I have. It's true, but I didn't want. You're a little far-reaching. Mine's kind of possible. Yours I don't is think attainable. Mine is an attainable. You mean my army one. of meerkats in my backyard is not something that you think is attainable? I, I don't think that's going to cut it. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to prove you wrong. Oh, yes. If anybody <laughs> out there has any extra meerkats, please send them in uh, because I want to build my army of meerkats in the backyard, and that's going to happen. That's just such an odd goal. Also a cougar. All right. Hello, everyone. This is I don't Fun think those go well together, by the way. <laughs> hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Big thank you to everybody who goes to Fun Employment Radio com and clicks on the Amazon Oh, link. my gosh. It's such a delight when you do that. It is. Mm-hmm. Actually, it helps out <laughs> tremendously. So we really do appreciate it when you can do that. Just go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Anytime you're going to buy on Amazon, just go there first, click that Amazon link, and then go about your business. Buy whatever you want. I don't know if you can buy exotic animals on, online or not, but I'm sure there's some you website you can go to. You probably can, but you probably shouldn't. Probably not through Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. Please I don't, don't know buy what kind exotic of online animals. Living creatures you can buy through Amazon, but that's that's not not our business. You know, As long as you just click on our link first, that's that's all, that's all we uh, care about. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be joined by our friend Dan Weber. Oh, who's yes. in He's in town uh, for Reading the Bible with Dan. They're doing it tomorrow night at Helium Comedy Club. Which I if think you've it's... never seen uh, that show, the concept is basically they read the Bible and then a whole bunch of comedians, a panel of people will like analyze yeah. what the Bible passages are. Yeah. This one, The Last Supper. Yeah. It's, it's... going to be awesome. It is such a fun show. So uh, definitely check that out, Helium Comedy Club. We'll have Dan in here in a minute. We'll talk about it more. But let's, let's get to the matter at hand here, Sarah. Now, I've made it very clear on this show my desire to own exotic animals and that I've, I've thought about it. I suppose it. so. That's more of a blanket statement, though. You, you make lots of declarations. Well, yeah, but I thought about how I could turn my house into, like, one of those places where you go in oh, and I've got I different kinds of – Oh, I forgot about this. You know, mainly because women dig it. And so I could have, like, a bobcat hanging out or something like that. You walk into my house like, oh, that's a bobcat. Okay, let's step it up a notch. But then, and then we you talked go in about the how it would be stinky because you would have, like, your exotic uh, animal Well, I'd house. have to have somebody come in and clean it, you know, and then – and then in the backyard, I'd set up like a pen with a bunch of meerkats. They just run around like st- sticking their heads up. I don't know. I don't know what you do with them. They're just kind of there. You know, some meerkats. And then, uh, yeah, I'd have a maybe like a something bigger in the backyard. I thought about a moose just because it'd be cool to ride a moose around. No, but you're always talking about how big and dumb moose are. They are big and dumb. Yeah. yeah. But this would be my special big and dumb moose, you know, that I would ride around. Your big dumb Or a moose. buffalo. Or okay. a buffalo, something like that. I need something big, something like a like a key centerpiece animal for the backyard. Okay, um, but then inside, yeah, probably wild cats. I'd say bobcats. So like Ace Ventura, that's what you're trying to be. Not Ace Ventura. No, he had a uh, he had a bunch of different kinds of things going on there. But I I'd say more. This is something more for you know people come over and they're like, hey, I want to come over and check out your animals. I'm like, yeah, I know you do, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Maybe you'll get to come over. So you're like maybe trying you to bait people to come over to your house by. Um, you know, teasing them with exotic pets. Well, yeah. I mean, what what woman isn't going to want to come over and see my exotic pets? Okay. I mean, let's just think about that. All right. You know, I think that's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. If I have a bobcat at home, obviously that gives well, me a one-up. bobcats are adorable. Yeah. Or a cougar, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever else you You're got. not going to get a cougar. Definitely a monkey of some kind. Maybe you can attract a cougar with a cougar, Greg. Hey, hero. <laughs> hey, anyway, <laughs> I've talked about this before. Obviously, this is clearly a dream of mine. And now you're over here talking about how you may actually get some kind of a – Well, I don't know if I'm actually okay. going to, but I've been thinking about it. So so you're becoming I a have, cat lady. I'm not becoming a cat lady. Okay. But I have found out that you still don't on, have everybody. to be – no, there's no bet. I found out that you don't necessarily have to commit to being a cat person to be a crazy animal person. I met – Okay. I think I might have met my future yesterday. Okay. All right. <laughs> I met a crazy turtle lady. She had what? a turtle. She okay. had a crazy turtle lady. Let's start from the beginning here. Yes. Okay. Where did you meet this crazy turtle lady? All right. So I was working at uh, the Landmark Saloon yesterday for, for 7 Southeast Division. And uh, 
And I saw this, and there it, there was like a big uh, like fair open air festival kind okay. of thing. Where yeah, they have like an outdoor like their wares, like a trading fair kind yeah. of thing. Right. So it's like a yeah. So people are selling like jewelry and different kinds of art that they make and clothing and cool. records, all this stuff. It was yeah, it's really fun uh, to go and check it out. And one of the ladies there was selling these handmade cages that she makes, and they're they're turtle cages. And so not only are she they sells hand- I didn't know turtles went in a cage. Well, they can. It's like more of a home. It's not really a, a cage as it is like. Um, I thought they lived in like aquarium kind of things. It depends. I mean, I think it's that was more of like a carrier, so it isn't like a cage. <laughs> but it's like a turtle carrier, for a, a turtle person on the go, if you will, mm-hmm. if they want to take their. So turtle I think with that you them. could put, keep like other animals in there, you know, like gerbils or something small. Okay. But uh, yeah, so this woman, so I was looking at her wares. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm like, what is this? She's like, oh, this is a cage for my turtle, and she reaches into her pocket because she's wearing this. Um, of course, she's wearing like overalls. Reaches into her pocket oh and pulls out a tiny little turtle. She just had turtles in her pockets. She had turtles in her pockets. Is that how you're supposed to carry a turtle? Well, that that turtle in particular, uh, since it is an African turtle, uh, she needs to. It needs is to it stay warm. Is it a tortoise? Warm. Maybe it's a tortoise. What's is the it a? <laughs> well, tortoises live on land. They're like in the desert, or, oh. or is it like a turtle? Does it, had it swim? Claws. I don't know. I didn't see it swim. Okay, but she keeps it in her pocket. Okay, and just to clarify here, this is a woman who makes turtle carriers in cages for turtles, yet mm. she doesn't even keep her own turtle in one. No, she puts she the keeps turtle, it in her she pocket. Would keep, she would put the turtle in the turtle cage sometimes so he wouldn't go wandering away. But also he stayed warm by going into her front pocket of her overalls. And so anyway, so this okay. turtle and I became like fast friends. We were just super <laughs> Wait, you became friends with the turtle? Mm-hmm, she let me watch the turtle. Okay, turtles don't have personality, right? They do. They're a reptile. I mean, it blinked a lot. It was cute, and it walks around really, really slowly. <sighs> okay. So you're holding <laughs> – right. I'm just I, – again, I'm just trying to set the stage here and understand. Mm. Uh, how old was this woman? Uh, this woman probably – Just a guess. I mean – Like late 50s, okay. early 60s maybe. All right. So definitely a strong possibility of who you could become. You also create things. You know, you, you paint dogs and all of that stuff. I so I could see you – I could see the progression maybe of getting to this. Mm. But you want to st- – so you would buy a turtle. Um, maybe. Was it, did this turtle have a name? It did. What was its His name? His name was Flash. Flash. Flash <laughs> the turtle. Mm-hmm. OK. So she carries around this tur- turtle. Of course he had a How name, How many different Greg. turtles did she have? She only had the one. Just the one. Mm-hmm. And it's an he's African three, turtle. Yeah. He's three months old. OK. And uh, he was probably about, oh, I don't know, like three inches across. Maybe, oh, maybe not even that big. Yeah. Tiny, pocket-sized turtle. Pocket-sized turtle. So you want to become a person who carries turtles around in your pocket. I don't know if I'd be able to do that because I'm so clumsy. I know I would kill the turtle This is where I'm getting at. I don't – you would throw the turtle in your purse and then forget about it is what would happen. No, I would never forget about it. I'd just be – I'm just clumsy. Yeah. That's what would happen. You would fall. I would fall and squish the turtle and I don't want to do that. (laughs) You don't want to squish the turtle. Because they're very delicate, yeah. I'm sure they are. Okay, so – did this woman explain how she got into being – carrying turtles around in her pockets? Not really. OK. Not really. I think I was just more distracted the by the turtle that I didn't really uh, ask her a lot of the backstory. I know she had another turtle before, an okay. older one. OK. Um, I think that turtle passed away though. So no – yeah. So now they've had this new one, her and her husband. And OK. And how long do turtles live? Do these specific turtles? Did she they... said like 100 years. 100 years? Yeah. So – what she got the other one used? I take it. I think it was a used, a used turtle. turtle. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm gonna guess since she's fifty something. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So the, she got a used turtle. A used turtle. Yeah. All right. So if you were to start with this, um, well, let me, wh- one more question about her. Of course. Does she have other reptiles? Um, or is she, she just a turtle only person? She seemed pretty turtle specific. I but kinda, I don't know what else. I, I don't know if she did have you know other animals. I feel like reptile people are – there's multiples. Like you don't just have one. Mm. You don't just get, oh, I'm going to get a turtle and then you stop with that. I think you keep going yeah. all the way up to you know venomous snake people. That's like the pinnacle. Mm, That's the pinnacle of the, uh, of, the, of the reptile people. Once, once you get something that can kill you very easily if it ever got out of its cage – uh, then you know you've become a full reptile person. Yeah. That's, and I don't mean, you know, like the Obama's a reptile person. I mean, you know, <laughs> a lizard person. Yeah. I mean, a reptile aficionado. So, so you, so this, I'm going to guess she has more. She's got it. She's got a basement mm. full of these things. Probably. They must be jealous then because Flash was clearly her favorite. Flash, okay. Because he got to go out, you know, uh-huh. and hang out with everybody. I don't think turtles are that bright, but I don't know if they would understand that. Okay. So, 
so you've got this. Wait, are you are you shit talking turtles over I'm there? Shit talking turtles. <laughs> I wanted to whisper it because turtles can't hear they very could well. Probably hear you. So there's no way that it would have heard if Flash was listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have ears. All right, so so <laughs> they don't have ears. No. They, yes, they have ears. They, okay. they have. Well, I, they can hear, but they yeah. don't have like ears sticking off well, the side yeah. of their head. <laughs> Clearly, they don't have human ears sticking on the sides yeah, of their I'm head. I'm just saying they they can hear. All right. So this woman's walking around with her turtle, with Flash in her pocket. Mm-hmm. You're babysitting the turtle. What did mm-hmm. you do? So what oh, happens? Oh, it was so fun. I got to hold it. Well, because the turtle didn't look real. Like, it looked like a plastic turtle. It honestly, like, when it would move, it would just, your mind almost couldn't wrap around it because it just looked like a toy that was moving. Because it was just, it's so little. Okay. And so I would just carry around the turtle. I was the crazy turtle lady. And, um, yeah, and just stare at the turtle, then put it back in its little turtle home, and then take it back out and show it to people, then put it back in its home. Okay, so you're just picking mm-hmm. it up, lifting it up. Now, I've got to ask this because this is an important question. Did you wash your hands after handling this turtle? Sure. You, did you wash your hands? I mean, yes, I washed my hands eventually. I mean, I didn't. Oh like, my what do you God. mean? Okay, I'm going to tell you a story, and this is true, and uh, of what happened. Uh, so I had some uh, a friend when I was a kid growing up. Is this you? No, it was not me. No, it was, it was a good buddy of mine. When I was growing up, and he had some brothers and sisters, and they had turtles. That was their thing. Their family had turtles, lots of turtles, you know, and little like they, aquarium, really? terrarium things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a bunch of turtles. And we would pick the turtles up and play with them. And then we found out, after his little brother contracted it, that turtles carry salmonella. Uh-oh. And you are not supposed to really be handling turtles. You have to wash your hands immediately after handling a turtle. Uh-oh. And and so her his his little brother got salmonella poisoning and my mom <laughs> freaked out. I don't know if I ever went back over there again uh about uh, whether or not we were washing our hands after touching these turtles. So, I'm just saying turtles may not be quite as maybe this isn't all turtles. Maybe not all I turtles. I mean, Flash seemed like a pretty clean, nice turtle. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a question of being clean or nice. It's just that uh, you know, turtles um, may not have a choice of whether or not they have salmonella. I don't think it's a. How do they get it? I don't think it's a um, you know a cleanliness kind of issue, a hygiene issue, okay. if you will. I think they just have them. I think they just have it. I think turtles carry salmonella. That's what I always thought growing up. So that's why I've always looked at turtles. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're neat. But, you know, I think the thing's got uh, salmonella, so I'm not going to I don't think that they're just born with salmonella. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just questioning it. Like, if you become a turtle person, you're going to have to know all about this, though. Well, I guess so. So yeah. how many turtles do you think you'll get? Hmm, probably two. You'd get if two? I got them. Yeah. Yeah. I could have a friend. Okay. Uh, here's the FDA warning. Pet turtles, cute but commonly contaminated with salmonella. Oh. Well, not all the time, then. Commonly. Commonly means a lot. I mean, generally speaking, they are covered in salmonella. So there's – I just want to let you know about that. Oh, boy. All right. So you, get, so you get two turtles. Maybe. I don't know. I was, this is just a thought. This is just mm-hmm. the beginning of the thought process. Right. We're I just going really down the road. I thought about it. Going down the road. Uh-huh. I was able to keep the turtle alive for the, you know, for the time that I was watching it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty confident about that. Yeah. Um, but I don't – yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever fully be able to commit because they are so fragile. Yeah. And I am so close. And you would end up breaking it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's I, – I think definitely something you should be concerned with. Mm-hmm. However, you know, if you cleared out enough room – because they're not going to – would you let them free reign or, or they would keep them in a cage? Well, I mean I'd let them wander around. Yeah. Um, OK. So you'd let them wander around. Mm-hmm. So you'd let them wander around your apartment. Sure. You well, if, if I could keep up. You yeah. would lose them quick. Yeah. In your apartment. I don't I feel like that's a bad idea. Yeah. One would crawl under something and then you'd freak out and you'd look for it for hours and you'd just never find it. I'd never find it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's gone. Yep. You're right. I don't need a turtle. However, what would you name them though if you did? Oh, I don't know. Probably like some Turtley? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, like, that's that's I know it's cheap. so lazy. It's so yeah. lazy. I mean, that's just too easy. You'd have to go with something else besides that. I don't know. Well, I didn't I, I don't know. I'm going to have to have some time to think about that. Okay. Before you become the turtle person. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good, solid plan. I still think you're going to end up going back to the cats. but um, I do kind of like something that I can hug though too. That's yeah. the thing with the turtles that I can't – you know, you're just kind of petting – it just feels like you're petting plastic. Well, you're petting salmonella. So you're <laughs> petting a disease. Not always. Bag. 
That's, uh, I mean, that's as, far, as far as what I understand, you know. And I'm sure we've got a lot of turtle people that listen to the show, um, which is fine. You know, I think they're neat to look at. But I don't know. I don't know as a pet. Yeah. That would work. I, I think, quite honestly, my meerkat uh, solution is probably a little bit better. But that's just, that's just me. Yeah. I think my, having my, uh, mm. my family of meerkats in the backyard. Probably a more realistic solution. Is it? Yeah, I think so. You still have raccoons in your backyard and other things, and the yeah, meerkats the, won't. No, live meerkats very long. team up and they can combat the uh, raccoons that come through the backyard. Mm-hmm. The, the raccoons and possums, the meerkats will all team up. If I had salmonella, would I know it? I don't know. I don't I mean, remember. What does exactly. it do? It's not good. Yeah, but what does it do? It's severe food poisoning. My stomach poisoning. kind of hurts today. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Um. If you really want to know, I, I think that might be part of it. I think it's it's severe food poisoning, if I understand correctly. Okay, well, it doesn't uh, feel nausea. like food poisoning. Uh, nausea is one of the uh, main symptoms. I'm fine. I was just kidding. Are you kidding? I am kidding. Uh, other stomach issues? Bathroom I have issues? Been, I have been having – oh, no. Uh, How vomiting? do you cure it? I don't know if there is a cure. Um, let's see. Abdominal pain. Well, yeah, but that's like daily for me. You have daily abdominal pain? Well, I have a, I have a weird stomach. Well, that doesn't seem normal. <laughs> no. <Nope>. But okay. <laughs> that's all right. A headache, fever, chills. So. I am very cold. Oh, my God. You were just complaining about how cold it my was. My hands are freezing right Jesus now. Jesus Christ. You got salmonella from a goddamn turtle. I, fuck, did I get Is salmonella this contagious? From a turtle? Are you contagious? Is salmonella something you can I don't know. spread person to person? I don't know, but I am very cold, and usually I'm Our really warm. Our guest just it just arrived here too, and now you're going to be coming in. Oh, oh fuck! Dan looks yeah, you like are. He would have had salmonella at some point. <laughs> That's so, wow. <laughs> he know. I will say that to his face. He knows okay. it's true. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Why don't we take a break then? Why don't we just bring bring Dan in early, and we and discuss this because now you just now made my this. hands are really cold. Oh, no. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this. This seems bad. Now I'm freaking out about it. What? I don't know. You're the one handling raw turtles over there. Okay, well, don't say raw turtles. That's wrong. Well, you've ever eaten a turtle? No. Whoa, have you? Yeah. What? What kind of monster are you? Yeah, in um, the Cayman Islands, uh, they have a uh, turtle farm. I went to a turtle farm tour. Just have giant Who goes pools. to a turtle farm and then eats the turtles? Well, it's a giant... Well, a monster. The turtles are there for a reason. No, they're there to look at and no, be happy. No, it's just like a whole bunch of them in giant like, staging pools and then uh, you eat some turtle soup. Yeah. It's all right. It's not really my thing. Okay. Well, th- now people are discrediting saying salmonella is not something you can easily miss. It comes on in about five minutes, lasts for two days, and you spend most of the time wondering you need to sit in the toilet or kneel against it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but this was right, also well, a small turtle, so maybe it takes a little longer. All right, well, let's take a break. Okay. Let's take a break. All right, uh, we'll be back here. We're going to bring in uh, Dan. Dan is here right now, so we'll go ahead and bring him on and uh, ask him if he's ever had salmonella. All right. All right, right. back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening oh to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, we're coming back now here on Fun Employment Radio, joined by Mr. Dan Weber. <laughs> who, has, who has lots of thoughts on turtles and salmonella. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're filming, filling him in, and I'm going to tell him what you said, too. What? Just a minute ago, because that's going on the show. Uh, so, Oh, I, I'm totally okay with so, that. So, yeah, we were talking about um, salmonella, whether or not you can get it from turtles. Dan just uh, illuminated us to the fact that uh, apparently sea turtles are, what do they carry? They're riddled, they're, with, they're the... riddled with herpes. Like, uh, <laughs> like, but that's a different kind of turtle. Like. <laughs> They're they're the ones they're the ones that everybody, for whatever reason, like they 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 uh, they they uh, lay their eggs on this one beach, mm. and then one night, like all of the little baby turtles hatch and they make a run for the ocean. Have uh-huh. you ever seen this on yeah. seen this YouTube video? I don't understand why people go to that because that's just watching the cutest massacre of all time. <laughs> yeah, because most of them are going to die. Yeah, the, re- the reason why there's so many of them is because like 80% of them will die before they even get to the water because <laughs> predators are just like, yeah, this is the greatest night. Like It's the best night of every bird of prey's life. Like I can't wait. It's turtle night. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to eat my fill. <laughs> I'm going to stock up my freezer with a bunch of little <laughs> fetal turtles. And then and then humans show up there like, oh, it's adorable. Like, no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not really. It's a death march. <laughs> yeah, not unless you pick one and you just guard its life till it gets into the ocean and then gets eaten by a s- seal or whatever. It's, 
Waiting for it out there. And Dan Weber like, always oh. finding the silver lining. Yeah. D-Day, it's adorable. Look at them all running on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like the reverse of it's the reverse <laughs> it's of reverse. D-Day. <laughs> They're storming the, <laughs> fleeing cute. the beach of Normandy while <laughs> things in the water shoot them down. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. I, so, I hate to ruin that nature moment for everyone. Yeah, I know. Spoilers, spoilers everybody. Yeah. Spoilers. Whoops. So we're and then we were talking about how you know she held this turtle yesterday and and I was saying I, I just explained it was to Dan a really off there yeah but it was about, very small I don't think it was riddled with herpes no it wasn't it wasn't a sea turtle okay. it was small yeah but it could have been riddled with salmonella you know because I have it my buddy his, my hands are still very cold you're kind of making me feel weird yeah and we're going through the symptoms and I was telling her about this and I'm like okay well maybe we should ask Dan about it and her words were Dan looks like somebody who's had salmonella before <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she just said and so I was like all right all right well, uh, let's, let's bring no, this up I'm to just, Dan then no that isn't that that wasn't meant to be an insult. I'm just saying Dan seems like he's been through some shit. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't know if salmonella was it. Like I didn't – if I did, I never got diagnosed, you know. Yeah. I didn't go in and be like, hey, what what disease do I have? I'm saying, you know, I'm, I keep vomiting all the time. Probably the drugs. Like, like I'm not – I might have had salmonella and just thought I was super hungover for like a week. Like I don't know. That's for true. Sure. Right? So, because that could be it because my stomach feels a little upset. But I think it might be because you've been talking about this and now my mm-hmm. hands are cold. Yeah. Because you have chills and then you're like, you feel nauseous. Right. Got a little bit no, of a I headache. I would have had it by now. It's fine. Everything's fine. Well, it was yesterday. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, be, you know, be careful next is time that, you're is picking it, up Is turtles. salmonella something that turtles just excrete through their skin? Because <laughs> yeah. normally you have to eat like raw chicken. Yeah. No, That's I, how you get it yeah. most of the time. Like you eat uncooked. Yeah. If you like handle raw. a chicken, you don't automatically get salmonella, I don't think. You and oh, Greg yeah, are on the true. same like brain length with us because he kept calling them raw, like raw turtles too. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not. You <laughs> well, get no, salmonella. but I mean, he, he's saying like raw chicken, like chicken that's not cooked. Yeah, like, yeah. If you yeah, but then you were saying raw turtles, and that just well, I was disturbing. just calling them raw turtles because they were you know. But you do get salmonella from them, so apparently, yeah, yeah that's weird because I, I there's a there was a restaurant that will remain nameless in uh, Olympia, Washington, and I went there with a buddy of mine who who is a cook at a different restaurant, and we ordered this chicken dish. I ordered a chicken breast uh, prepared somehow, and it came out, and the middle was raw. And I was like, dude, what's up? Why Could you take this back and cook it? He's like, no, we serve all of our chicken medium rare. And we just got up and left. I was like, fuck you. That is the grossest. Fuck you. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is no, not okay. Like, not okay. Don't. Medium rare chicken. You know what? That is the worst thing. Oh, God. Yeah, right? You're like, good. What the fuck? You know what? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can't eat raw. Here's some even seared slightly pork. raw chicken yeah. is fucking disgusting. I oh, will tell you, chicken pork, all that because pork's the other one. What do you get? Like uh, trichinosis or trichinosis, something? Yeah. yeah, what's that one? Uh, some like worms or something? Yeah. I don't know. Something you yeah, don't you want. Basically, get worms. I yeah. will say, I'm scarred for um, from one situation when I was over at Greg's once, and you bought those. Those really fancy chicken strips. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh my! And he didn't cook them long, so the outside all looked like it was uh, like it was well done. But they were too big, and he hadn't put them on like in long enough. Uh, and I took a bite daisy. out of it, and yeah. it was just it was cold <laughs> and shiny and pink, and it was the worst thing. And I've never trusted his cook. And this was like three years ago. I've never trusted him since then. I, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. It was the worst. I can still. Oh, God, I can still <laughs> taste it. It was so awful. So do you want to hear something that will make it so that you're going to have a hard time eating a fried chicken sandwich ever again? Or uh, do you not want to know? I eat do a you lot want to go through your life not personal, knowing? The, is this a personal? No, well, it's a, it's a, it, I was there when it happened. <sighs> All right. All right. This, I eat, this maybe I eat warning. too much chicken anyway. So, well, yeah. no, I mean, this is like, this is, this is a fast food restaurant, like a, like a deep fried chicken sandwich, right? This buddy of mine <laughs> bit into it, <laughs> into the oh, sandwich. Oh, God, Dan. And I want to know what you think, like, what level of disturbing this is that you had to give us a warning. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm just like, because I honestly, since then, since this, when I, I don't order deep fried chicken sandwiches anywhere ever again, I, never again. Like, I was like, nope, never, That was it. Never. That was, All I right, I want to know. All right. Want to know? All right. Yes. So he bit into it, and what we thought, we thought oh. like mayo just like leaked out. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to know. All right. No, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, no. All right. No, tell me. All right. Uh, he just it just uh, the chicken. What uh, the chicken breast had just had a had a cyst in it oh. that, he, that he bit in half, 
and it just leaked out into his mouth. He got oh. sick as fuck. Like he just he immediately ran to the bathroom and just started vomiting, and we were all on the going, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Yeah, that was bad. Oh my god! I'm going to tell you right now. I wish that was Chick Fil A. Yeah, but it wasn't. Oh. It wasn't. And you saw this happen. Yeah. <sighs> oh man. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm off of them now. Yeah, don't and eat, I, don't and eat I do eat a lot of chicken, but no, huh? Yeah, I'm not a vegetarian, no. but I do eat a lot of fake chicken. I I have a weird relationship with chicken. If I get a bad piece of chicken, I can't eat it for like that, six that's months. That's yeah. chicken. The the ones that the kind of chunks that mm-hmm. you de- that you stir fry. Those are, that's pretty fucking. That's good stuff. I do like some shredded chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all frogs and or not frogs, all turtles and chicken today. Turtles yeah. and chickens, yeah. Turtles but if you like if you shred the chicken breast, you're pretty you you have a really good chance of not eating a cyst. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> you you've chopped it to pieces now. Like if there yeah. was one in there, you'd know about it. Yeah. You would have already true. vomited all over it. It wouldn't be Oh my god, that's no, I'm just going through this in my head. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And you saw well, this is okay, a good way I not to eat. Can't... All right. Yeah. yeah, no. No, that's good. Yeah. All right. Worst, so anyway, how's Chicago? <laughs> uh, it's, it's all right. I mean, it's it's good. You still liking know. it? Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just you know, uh, I lived here for 22 years in Portland, uh, in in Oregon for 45 out of 46. So, uh, moving somewhere that is literally nothing like here, yeah, is is pretty intense. Like, I've never I. I hadn't moved very much at all in my life. And every time I had, I had moved somewhere where I already had friends. Like I knew – I know lots of people in Oregon. So everywhere yeah. I go, like I know in, in the state pretty much, there's at least a few people I could hit up. And I moved 2,000 miles away to a city where I literally only know one other person. Uh, and even even then, like uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever had David Zoe Leon on the show? I he don't would, know. He I don't was know. a Seattle comic. You would absolutely remember okay. him. Okay. Like he has long hair, Colombian guy, like super weird, extremely funny dude. Anyway, he was the one guy I knew who lived in Chicago. Um, but he lives really far south, and you know, people. It, so, so it's just odd. Like, like I tell you what, one thing about Chicago that's adorable to me is uh, they're just like, yeah, man, this, this liberal bubble of Chicago. And I'm like, you guys are cute. <laughs> and, yeah, this you is, this is the Yeah, bubble. I just want to give them a nugget. Like, oh, you think you're progressive. That's, ama- that's adorable. <laughs> like, you, you don't know shit. Like, you, you only think you're progressive because the states around you are Wisconsin, fucking Michigan, <laughs> Indiana, <laughs> Iowa, and Ohio. Like, that's why you think you're – no, under no circumstances are you actually that way. Like – like there's one part there. There's the I live kind of near the neighborhood that they call the Brooklyn. It's like the Brooklyn of Chicago. It's Logan okay. Square, and um, and they and people there complain about white guys with dreads all the time. And I've literally seen one. Oh really? That's <laughs> like, just their thing. One, and they're like, "Yeah, the bullshit." There, and I'm like, "Dude, you would hate Portland. You have no, you have no idea how much you hate it here." Like. <laughs> Like dreads is like the least of your worries. Yeah, that's that's not even a thing. <laughs> that's not even you're gonna be mad at the guy all the guys commuting by unicycle. Like that's gonna be a problem for you. Do you miss Portland now that you come back after you know living somewhere else for a while? I, I, I yeah, I, I knew I would miss it when I left. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people who live here. There's I've known a lot of people who who've lived here who just didn't like like hated it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I and I and I get I get it. Like I understand why, but you know I I. I personally really liked it. Like I, I thought it was cool. I, I would say like the one thing that's kind of disappointing when I come back is uh, just how fucking white this city is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like after not living somewhere that's decidedly not, yeah. to come back to it is like, oh, yeah, it is. Like you get used to it. Yeah. And you're like, gee, dude, fuck everyone? Like <laughs> – God damn! Like that's yeah. so. That that is one thing. Like if if there was one thing I could would change about Portland, it would be that. Like yeah, you just need more, more just more yeah, more different kinds of people. It makes mm. for a cooler city. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you think? Um, I mean, do you have a time set for like how long you want to live in Chicago, or is there a point where you're going to be? You decide you want to stay there or move somewhere else. Oh, I I mean it's a. It's a stopover point. It's yeah. not where I'm. It's not where I'm going to live it's the rest of my life unless something bad happens in the next few years. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not in my rate. It's not what I want to do. But um, mm. yeah, like uh, yeah, it's a. I don't know. Like 
it, I, I do want to move. I'll probably end up moving to New York uh, afterwards. Oh, that's cool. But um, there's like a lot of things that – a lot of milestones I have to hit before I decide to leave. And I figure it's going to take me about five years. Yeah. I don't think I'll be leaving until I'm in my 50s. But uh, like I, I need to be headlining most shows that I'm on. Mm-hmm. I need to be somebody that like if I show up at a show – they ask me if I want to do a guest spot. Like I may not. Yeah. I may choose to or not, but like I get hit up on like that a lot. Or if I go to an open mic, they beg me to go as soon as I can. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of yeah. thing. Those are the signs where it's like, all right, I'm done here. Like, uh, and I figure that like five years seems like a reasonable amount of time for that to happen. It might not. Uh, it might take longer than that. That's really cool though that you set those goals for yourself because they are attainable. They're attainable. Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of – I mean in all honesty, uh, that was what was happening for me here mm. when I left. I'm like, oh, right. Like it's – like I'm not – this is it. Like I'm done here. So mm-hmm. I should move on and go to the next place and and see if I can do it there. And then, it, and then you end up moving to New York and then that's – like that – achieving that goal there is – Come on. Like you're yeah. – yeah. who who do you think you are? Like you're probably not going to do that in LA or New York. Right. Like most people don't. Like almost all of the people don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if, even if you're like a like a like a guy that's on the verge of being famous but not quite like David Huntsberger and guys like that. I'm mm. pretty sure they don't show up at a show in LA and they're like, "Hey, do you want a headline?" Like yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Ah, oh, no, we got Louis CK and then uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Chris you're, you're going up third. Yeah. <laughs> you mind opening up with a tight seven, David? Like, <laughs> you know, that's kind of. But you know, in Chicago, it's it seems somewhat doable. I mean, there's some shows that I won't, that I probably won't headline before I leave, um, only because they're they're like the the big shows, there. Mm. like the the ones where the ones where comedians are coming from out of state to record their album in that room. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. So yeah, you're not. I probably will never headline comedians you should know. Like that's probably never going to happen. I'm mm. probably not going to headline Lincoln Lodge, which is the longest running showcase in America right now. Like I'm not going to probably headline those. I would like to be a regular on them. I'd yeah. like to – before I leave Chicago, I want to have done them more than once. Mm. But headlining, that's ridiculous. Like, But there's other shows where it's like, yeah, I should – you By the time I leave, I want to be headlining shows like this one. Yeah. Well, and you do run um, one of the best shows, which is uh, your show tomorrow. <laughs> right. I was going to ask, yeah, have you done that in Chicago yet? No, no. Yeah. Uh, it's a, <laughs> it's a strange, it's a strange show to book because I, I have to, I have to know. Yeah, it's just you have to know if they're going to. I have to good. know, and also. Uh, like I have to know, are they going to be on board for this? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, is this something that's not going to make them angry? Like I, you know, right. Uh, I will say this about the Chicago comedy scene: unlike Portland, where almost universally, except for like one case, one or two cases, uh, most comedians are are like non-religious at best, yeah. if not just violently atheist here. Right. In Chicago, there's a lot of comics who are like Christian and. Uh, uh, Muslim and uh, uh, Hindi, like they, you know, so that hmm. so again that the also, diversity because yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the yeah. Once again, like there's a lot more different kinds of people there. So, not that I, not that I, not that I care necessarily when I do that show. Like mm-hmm. I just, you know, I need it to be something where well, you want to be able to trust them to you know get the content correct or like. Understand right. what you're trying to do. Or understand with it. the concept. Yeah. yeah, and and oddly enough, like some of the funniest people that I know, some of my favorite comics have been on that show and not done well. Like it's not like you can be a super funny comedian and be terrible at a panel show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's a different animal. It's a totally different thing. Like you, t- you gotta like, like in fact, depending on the kind of comic you are, it will be almost impossible for you because you're always like, I just want to always be talking. And a lot of times on a panel show, you should be listening. Like just right. let the other people be funny mm-hmm. for a minute and then you pipe in and say something if you have something to say. Yeah, you got to work off of, right. of other people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I haven't done it in Chicago yet. I have people keep – people ask me when I'm going to and I'm like I don't really have a timeline for it. Mm. It also seems arrogant to show up in a city <laughs> like six months in and be like – 
hey man, you want to do my fucking awesome show? Like, <laughs> oh, I who are you again? Like, who, like, I don't even know your name. Why are you? So, so I need to. I think. I think the progression for me is I'm going to run an open mic for like a minute. Yeah, I'm going to start an open mic, run that for a little while, and then like you know keep doing comedy so that people you know recognize me and know who I yeah. am. And then after that, uh, I'll be like, all right, how? Who wouldn't you know? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this show. I have I have the place I want to do it kind of picked out in my head. Uh, there's this really cool kind of out of the way theater that seems like a really cool place to do it. Nice. Um, so I'll probably do it there, but it's you know, like it, it won't be for a while. I probably won't do it until maybe 2018. I think. Yeah. So give it the oh. rest of the year to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah maybe the second half of 2018. I'm looking at your panel. That's a it's an amazing list. So this is happening tomorrow night at yeah. Helium Comedy Club. Yep. Uh, that's Tuesday, April 11th, and uh, Noriko's going to be in town. Yeah, that's oh, nice. awesome. Because you guys, I've, every time I've seen you do it, like you guys work so well off of each other. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's cool that he's going to be here. It's unfortunate that I, like he didn't know he would be able to make it until like a couple weeks ago like so i was booking the show and i booked it all out without with assuming that noriko wouldn't be there mm. and then it turns out he was gonna be and i and i was like ah fuck i wish i would have known yeah. i mean I'm, it's cool I've, i'm totally stoked i'm gonna i haven't seen him in a while and it's gonna be cool to see him and have him on the show and all of that stuff but he's not gonna be the one on stage with me the whole time mm. uh that's gonna be jake silberman who's also super funny like awesome. i you know i'm very excited for him to to see how he does with that. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have asked him to do it if I thought he was going to suck at it. <laughs> yeah. Not really, not really how I work. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be weird to have Noriko on stage and not be the guy that was on stage with me the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's going to be a little weird. But Well, there's a huge panel. So it's, yeah, Noriko, Enrico Ott, uh, Caitlin Warehouser, Whitney Street. Does Caitlin go by Kate now? Or is that just an abbreviation? Uh... I've always just called her Kate, but maybe I probably maybe I should have said Caitlin. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Saying the right name. I have I'm no idea. I, I don't. I don't. It, yeah, think I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, Actually, yeah. I never read it past her. So yeah, <laughs> either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and Wendy. And Wendy, of course, of course. Is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam and, Posse. Yeah, Adam Posse. Uh, Nathan Lund. If you're not familiar with who he is, uh, he's a Denver-based comic. Okay. Uh, he used to run a show at this. Uh, it's uh, it was called Too Much Fun, and it was at this place called the Deer Pile. And uh, you might have seen a picture of maybe maybe you've seen a picture of it. Basically, the background of the stage is uh, three deers fucking. Like, like, <laughs> like I don't think I have. Uh, it's, it, I don't know if it even is there anymore. I know Too Much Fun isn't really being isn't really a show anymore. But yeah, Nathan Nathan Lena, really excited for him to be on there. Uh, there's a couple other people from out of town. Who are going to be on the show this time? I got Matt Monroe this time. Like awesome. I tried to book some people that I never had on the show before again. Yeah, just to like change Dylan it up. Dylan Jenkins, who was super funny. Like the right before I left, he was just murdering everywhere he went. So I was <laughs> like, all right, let's give this a shot. See how he does. Like you know, nice. Hopefully, awesome. hopefully they prepare. Like the, there's been people who have done the show who right before we start, they're <laughs> like, yeah, man, I'm going. To, I haven't even read it. You know, I'm just going in cold. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to be that awkward guy on the panel that just sits there and says nothing. That's pretty yeah. much no, what's going to happen. Seen, I've yeah. seen that happen on your panel, too. Where you can see where I, just kind of willing someone because I'll see someone sit out the entire time. Yeah. I'm just like, come on. Just think Just say one goddamn thing. Just get one in there. Just say one thing. You're going to have to be awfully quick on your yeah. feet to just, like, be able to overtake somebody that read it and thought about it for a right. little while. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I don't so know. you're tackling The That's Last awesome. Supper tomorrow. <laughs> yes. We're talking yes. – uh, it's going to be – like we've done – I've done a lot of episodes where you know you brush up again. Like the, we've done The Nativity twice. Uh, and um, you know that, one, that one's one where it's like, okay, here is the second most important thing that happens in – for Christianity, for Christians, right. the birth of Jesus, right? <laughs> Tomorrow, we will be mocking the most important thing that happens, <laughs> yeah. like the Last Supper, where he's like, "All right, uh, here's communion." Uh, we're not, we're actually not going to do that part of it because there's. I want to get to the part where um, he gets. He goes on trial with Pontius Pilate. Yeah, because that is hilarious. Like it's <laughs> the his responses to questions like, "Dude, you just want to fucking die." Like you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you king of the Jews? He's like, 
I don't know, man. Maybe that's up to you. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what kind of gangster answer is that, Jesus? Like, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, yeah, it's going to be, it's the one where I'm like, I have a couple jokes where at the end I'm like, yeah, even if you're not Christian, this one probably made you uncomfortable. Like, like me yeah. talking about Jesus this way probably made you feel weird. And this entire episode, this entire show is going to be that. You're going to be like, wait, you're quoting Jesus Christ and then laughing about it? Like, yeah. Yeah, but – It's, in, it's interesting it's, though. It's unlike anything else and you, if you haven't had a chance to see it before. Oh, yeah, get definitely. Get your tickets. Heliumcomedy.com I'm assuming and, yeah. uh, and at the door yeah. – if uh, if it's not, so, I'd say get your tickets now. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Heliumcomedy.com. Yeah. dot com. That's oh, a so great the, deal. A huge panel of people. Yeah. yeah, and it's Tuesday, April eleventh at eight p.m. Yep. All right. Yeah, get your tickets, everybody. Go to the show. Seriously. And I, yeah, that's awesome. All right, Dan, thank you so much. And I'm, I'm I'm still trying to get the chicken out of my head. It's it's stuck in <laughs> yeah. there, but it's you a will bit, never get out of your it's, head. It's stuck in the back, and it's this may be good for me actually. Health. It is. You do call yourself Chicken Man. I did. I, I'm a chicken man. I don't eat steak. Isn't really? that what I, you named yourself on your video game? Well, that's behind the scenes information. But yes, that's <laughs> yes, perhaps maybe <laughs> it is Chicken Man. Chicken Man. <laughs> what video have to come game? Up with some dumb name for, uh, Assassin's Creed. I went over to his house. I'm like, "What's Chicken Man?" He's like, "Oh, that's that's my pirate." Again, (laughs) things that you're not you're not allowed over at my house anymore. I'm sorry, I was very confused about Chicken Man. I thought it was I'm Turtle Lady, and you're I was drunk. I thought it was funny at the time. Okay. Uh, Anyway, Dan. All right. Thank you so much for coming (laughs) in today. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) All right, awesome. We'll take a break. We're back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. Mr. Dan, Dan Weber. Mr. Dan Weber. He's awesome. Yes. Okay. Chicken Man is just <laughs> one thing, and I, I hate you for this. We've by the way, we talked about Chicken Man. On no, the show we before. have not. Yes, we have because you said that same thing. Because you're the one that told me about Chicken Man. Mm-mm. No, no. I've said I've called myself a Chicken Man because I like chicken and I don't eat steak. I've never said well, that you my don't ID. Eat steak? No, I don't really eat, eat steak. Mm-mm. Oh, so you thing. just kind of slipped that in there. No, that's what I've talked about before. Who, who that I, I eat chicken, but I don't eat steak. I don't really like steak. My dad makes. I the know best it's an unpopular opinion. Okay, I already had to. Okay, meat? you are Here, so. Let me let me meat. get this. Let me get this out. Okay. Because I've already been the victim of all of the emails from last week when I said I didn't like prosciutto. I don't like prosciutto. It's salty, Man. stringy ham. And believe me, I have had People. so many emails about that. People lit me up. So well, because now I keep getting this. Uh, this is not a topic again that I wanted to bring up. You you're have the one forced that just my brought hand. It up. You, you have, just brought it up. You forced my you, hand. <laughs> excuse me, I got a little high pitched there. You're the one who just threw that out apropos of nothing. No, like, because, I'm a chicken man because I don't like steak. Because I've you just said that. I've taught. I've brought this up on the show before. I've, I've said this on the show before. No, it's not that I. It's not that I hate steak. I don't. I don't like. It's not that. Like I'll. I'll try it if it's really well done or if it's like thinly sliced in something. Cool. Well, you like thinly but, sliced steak, but you don't like prosciutto because it's too thinly sliced. No, I've never said that about prosciutto. Oh my God. I never said it was the slice. Like Keelan doesn't like. even know you. One of your old, like one of your dearest friends. He said he even lived with you for two years and didn't know that you didn't like steak. This is shocking. Okay, let me explain oh, because boy. you're mixing this all up. Yeah, because I could, I saw how well your prosciutto explanation. Okay, let went. me explain. At least, at least, if I'm gonna have to face the wrath of of everyone, let me at least do it in my words here. So. Prosciutto, no, I did say I'm not a big fan of prosciutto because it's too salty and stringy. I didn't say because it was thinly sliced. I like thin slices. But that's the definition of stringy because that means no. that it's, that it's no. thinner. No, no, that is not. Those are two completely different things. Oh, They are completely different things. No, I just – I wasn't a big prosciutto fan. All right, so when it comes to steak – I'm just not a big steak guy. I don't understand. Like, if you know, you're a I meat, like meat. But if you're a meat eater, you should be a steak. Well, maybe eater. I'm a half-ass meat eater. I, I don't guess. think that you. Yeah, you don't even like, deserve to be. I a like carnivore. fish and I like chicken. You know, although now yeah, I'm off. The you chicken. eat. It's being asked in the chat. Uh, you eat street yogurt, but not a nice steak. The man that gave me free yogurt on the street. Yeah, absolutely. Yogurt's delicious. I'll eat yogurt anytime. Uh, but yeah, I just. Okay. Oh, Brahim is saying the same thing. Brahim says yeah, no that. Ham, no, no ham, ham, no steak. That's kind of how I am too. See, Brahim's like me. He's a chicken man. Well, I'm not going to call him. He'll have to call himself that. I don't want to force that upon anybody. Uh, so uh, I'll say it's being asked uh, some questions here. And I will clarify this. Oh my God. I will clarify. Uh, Suman's asking carne asada. If it's done well. 
It was done really up to, well. Up to your standards. Up it to was your done meat well. standards, it was chicken too, man. Honestly, a lot of it is like fatty. Uh, like I don't like fatty pieces and stuff like well, that. Well, no, I don't like that either. Well, yes. I don't like like the gristle or whatever. No, people. I'm not a gristle fan No, at me all. neither. I do not like the gristle. I like a, a good like medium rare steak. Oh, oh that's gross. delicious. No, it's got to be. It's just a little juicy. It, oh, it's so good. It's got to be well done. Well now I want steak, Greg. Thanks. Uh, Vicky's asking, what about a burger? I do like burgers. Yeah, I eat burgers. Yeah, and you eat a lot of weird meats, too, now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, weren't you just saying that you ate turtles? Well, I've tried turtle. I've tried turtle. I've tried frogs. I've tried crocodile. I'll try anything, you know, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to stick with it. So... <laughs> yeah, it's being asked, uh, do you uh, get your steak well done if you have it, Greg? Uh, well, A, I've, I, do, I can't even tell you when I've ever ordered a steak. I mean, if... Boy, I don't know. I think the last time I ordered a steak was maybe in high school. All right. No. You know what? I'm calling bullshit on this because – When did I order a steak? No. We have eaten multiple times together Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. Thinly sliced, just like I said. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it tastes the same. Well, when it's all thinly sliced up into something like that, then, yeah, I I like it that way. I do like it that way. I mean, I'm just saying, look, it's it's – it's just my thing. Like, if it's a really well done steak, that's totally cool. Like, if somebody's cooked it, and like I've gone to barbecues where friends make really well done steak, like not well, well done. done. I mean, nice steaks, like good steaks. Yeah, I'll if totally it's up eat to your that. Standards. I'll totally eat that, and that's and that's fine. It's good, but uh, you know, it's just it. It is what it is. What do you want me to do? You know, I like my things. I don't rip on everybody else. There's lots of things that I find, you know, upsetting that other people eat. Like what? What do you get upset about that other people eat? Not upsetting, but things that would I wouldn't be, eat. But would I don't you make be fun upset of if someone said that they don't respect anyone who eats chicken? Whatever, that's their problem. No, okay. I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not eat it. Like I don't like sushi either, so I'm picky in that way too. I'm picky. I'm I don't. I mean, picky. I don't like raw I know fish. I'll, I'll eat sushi every now and again, but I don't ever crave it. Okay, well, good for you. Yeah. Some people would think you're crazy for that. See, I'm just no sushi is more divisive than steak. Most people understand that steak is like of the uh, like a high quality. Maybe food. somebody needs to get me a really good steak so that I can is actually this try just this. You fishing to try and get a good free steak? No, I don't care. I'm, I don't eat it. But if somebody did bring me, I feel like, like, a like really we should go steak. and get steaks somewhere and then record uh, and wa- aren't they expensive? Eating a steak? Yes, they're expensive because they're delicious and they're like a, a you know a gourmet meal. All right. I mean, they're like steak houses. Like, there's it's like chunk, it's just a chunk a, of meat, though, right? Isn't it like boring? A, as a beautiful, like, fancy place, whereas a chicken house is like a trashy, probably fast food drive-through thing. You don't ever go to like a, a chicken house. Where I'm it's not going like, to dispute the that. Fanciest of chickens. Well, there are fancy chickens that you can get, like the stuffed chicken stuff, and yeah, you know that stuff's good. Yeah, but there is no such thing as chicken houses where there are steak houses because <clears> they're. They house. There are chicken houses. Yeah, that are probably like fast foodie. Well, okay, but still, the steakhouse is glamorous. A chicken right. house. Clearly, like... I need to go get a good steak. Maybe this is maybe this is the problem. You know, I just I haven't. I can honestly say, and I don't care. I know everybody's going to just rail on me on Twitter and and Facebook and everywhere for this, but uh, don't waste I don't... your steaks on Greg, anybody. No, I would absolutely love to eat a steak. Like when a friend cooks a steak, I would totally eat it. Um, but I don't think I've. Ordered a steak? The last time I can think that I ever ordered a steak. You never even some surf and turf? Like what? Was probably high school for like a prom dinner that I went to a steakhouse. That's probably the last time I've ever actually ordered steak myself. I can honestly say that. All right, now that we've talked about steak so much, like we need to go get steak. Okay. All right. Plus, like there's no mystery. I don't know the difference between a ribeye or a what are, what are all the other kinds of I think the ribeye is the one with the circle in it. Is that the one that has like the Look, marrow? Look, fine. I'm just admitting this. These are things that I don't admit because people get mad at me for these things that I don't like. And so I don't – I rarely ever admit it because I, you know, I just don't want to deal with it. But uh, sorry. I like what I like and that's just how it is. And now everybody's – see? People are calling me sad or, they're, or they get mad at me. I don't know. I don't think that they're mad at you. I think they're sad well, for you. People were mad about prosciutto. People got mad well, you that just, I said I didn't like prosciutto. Well, yeah, well, your palate leaves something to be desired. <laughs> but nobody else has to use my palate. It's my palate. Yeah, I, I, it's just irritating, I think. Well, why like, is it like, so irritating? Because you were like, talking shit about like, 
uh, like high quality products and in the okay. meantime shoveling Cheetos and street yogurt into your face. I don't shovel Cheetos in. I'm embarrassed about the Cheetos. In. You pop them Cheetos in. are a shame food. I'm not proud of that. I'm not like saying Cheetos over stick. Like we're misconstruing. Right, so, no, here's Questions a, are being asked. There's a good question. Now, do you not eat steak because you don't like it? Or because it's too expensive. Um, is that the thing that's kept you away from steak is the high price point? Because it can tend to be, for a good piece of meat, Okay, a little expensive. It's a little bit of both because I didn't – I don't really like it in my mind. So because of that, I'm not really willing to pay like an exorbitant price for something that I'm already pretty sure I don't like. Like if it was cheaper, I might try it again and be like, okay, I need to give that another shot. But since it's – Generally pretty expensive. I'm like, well, if I'm already pretty sure I don't like it, why spend the money on that? That's all. That's so, you know, it kind of works out for me. Now, maybe I do need to give it another shot. You do. Okay. Well, if someone would like to buy me a fancy steak dinner, I will gladly eat it. But Well, you can't get the free steak dinner. I want steak dinner too. And I'm the one that will appreciate it. I'm not saying I won't. You're not saying that you will though. You don't know for sure. Why are you getting mad at me? I'm just what saying. What the hell are you mad at me you for? You don't know for like, sure because I want to get on, in on this free steak. Yeah, thing you're too. just mad now that you think I might have a steak. But I'm saying I'm guaranteed to enjoy it. Like I will be grateful and I will love every bite of my steak. However, you're 50 50. Like someone buys you one, they don't know if you're going to like it or not. So well, it could be money wasted. I don't know. Or they could just give me the steak. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon <laughs> link, see if I can get enough money to buy a steak. Also, a uh, big thank you to Worthy Brewing. Fine sponsor of the Fun Employment Radio Green Room, where Dan Weber yes. was just hanging out. Worthy Brewing is a wonderful, wonderful sponsor. They, uh, like I said, sponsor our, our fancy green room here at the Fun Employment Radio Studios, where all of our guests get to hang out. And uh, maybe every now and then we hand them off a Worthy beer mm-hmm. because Worthy Brewing is delicious. It is delicious. Now that being said, yeah, I maybe I need to try another steak. I think you need to try another. All right, steak. I just I don't understand why people get so pissed. I don't at me. know, but it's, it's, I think it just all comes back to the punchy face, Greg. I think that's what it all comes back to. It's like everything you do just can be a little frustrating. Well, now that we're talking about this, this is the perfect lead-in for Ball Talk because I've got a story of a guy that I 100% back. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. Balls. I can't wait to see how you're going to tie in our conversation about steak with Ball Talk. The Portland Trailblazers of the National Basketball Association have uh, clinched a playoff spot for the fourth straight year. They will be in the eighth seed, which means they will get destroyed by the Golden State Warriors, who have become... Golden State Warriors have overtaken the Cleveland Cavaliers as being the most obnoxious team in the NBA. Uh, I think the addition of Kevin Durant put them over the edge. They jumped the shark, uh, really jumped the shark in the obnoxious category. Mm. Like, I I can't... They went from, like, everybody's favorite up-and-coming team, like, oh, yeah, look at them, they're they're doing great. Maybe not everybody's favorite, but it's like, all right, cool. Golden State's good, finally. Now it's like, okay, screw you, Golden State. Well, well, they were so good, like, so quickly. I think that the warm turns, like, on people like that. It was the addition of Kevin Durant. Yeah. That's what it was. That's where it's like, oh, okay, never mind. Uh, but anyway, they will probably destroy the Blazers, but nonetheless, Blazers are in the playoffs. And uh, this does lead me to my tie-in here. The uh, Portland Trailblazers' Evan Turner plays for a team, sometimes starts, was paid way too much money to come to the Trailblazers, but nonetheless, I now have something in common with this guy. So he he gave an interview, a pregame interview, where I'm not even sure how it came up, but his sta- the, uh, the topic of food came up, and Evan Turner answered a question, and he said... I don't mess with mayonnaise. I don't trust white condiments. I don't oh even like God, looking at them. The condiment thing. I don't trust white condiments. I don't even like looking at them. So this is what Evan Turner is. Excuse Wait, me. White condiments? That. White condiments. So he's talking about. Oh, like ranch and ranch, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Sour cream, I'm assuming. He's talking about white condiments. Oh, sour cream. I love all white condiments. And since I'm already going into this. Into this. Everybody hates me for my food choices. I'm 100% with Evan Turner. You go, Evan Turner. I back you. You go, Evan Turner. You I go. back you. He said something that's probably not very popular with a lot of people, but he's standing up for, for what he believes in. Well, because it's just a weird way to word it, too, because it sounds like uh, like racially divisive as well. And he's like, white condiments. Oh, yeah. Well, no, because that's okay, how people yeah. are probably going to misinterpret it. <laughs> like, it's... white condiments. Oh, I don't think that's what he meant. I'm, no, I'm but pretty I know confident. people. I know people who don't like specifically white condiments. It's, yeah. it's true. It's a thing. 
Because they're more creamy. You don't like creamy condiments. I'm with them. I'm just saying I stand with Evan Turner. I do not. I 100% disagree with him. I am pro Evan Turner. At least this stance. Still think he's paid too much money. All right. um, Yeah, sour cream. Oh, hands down the best condiment. So good. So good. That's my favorite. Moving on to ball talk. You know, the best macaroni and cheese you can make, too, is it's good. instead of uh, putting in milk and butter, just put in a spoonful of sour cream. Mix it all up. If it's cooked in with something like that, you know, then maybe. I'll give it a maybe. Yeah. Eh. All right. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Oregon State. The Oregon State Beavers in the news. Finally for doing something good. In sports. Well, they've had a good baseball team for a long time, but now they may have the best baseball team. Uh-oh. Well, they are the best in the country in the country right now, excuse me, uh, ranked number one for the last four straight weeks, Oregon State Beavers, two-time champions in 2006 and 2007, winning, winner of the College World Series. Oregon State now at number one. They have a 23-game win streak going. Wow. 23 games in a row they've won. That ties Arizona State's 29-year-old Pac-12 record. For most games, and today they have a chance to break that record. So today they're going to be uh, playing Gonzaga, or no, excuse me, tomorrow night they'll be playing Gonzaga. And uh, if they win, they will have the record for the Pac-12 for the most wins. The most wins overall for a streak, for a streak of baseball wins, is 34, set by Florida Atlantic in 1999. So they'd still have 10 more games, even if they break the Pac-12 record tomorrow. But nonetheless, Oregon State baseball. Doing damn good. All right. Yeah, which means they'll probably get knocked out in the first round of the College World Series. But nonetheless, number one con- number one team in the land. Moving on to base- you know, <laughs> ball talk. In, in baseball talk. Well, I do have baseball talk, but this is ball talk. This is another food thing. Now, since food seems to be the overriding theme that we are sticking with here, Sarah, I've got a question for you. Oh, boy. You seem to be this open-minded, I like all kinds of food, and uh, I'm not picky like Greg is person. Well, I'm just so let's ask you this. What? The Seattle Mariners have a new food for their ballpark. Now, because Major League Baseball is kind of their thing, everybody comes up with some kind of weird food that people want to eat, probably because the games are so boring. So here's the Mariners thing. Here's what they've come up with. They This is a is new that to do item. Is hot dogs? Nope. Hmm. Nope. It is a bowl of food that you get. You a can burrito? order a hot dog there, but no, this is a bowl. Of toasted grasshoppers tossed in chili lime salt. What? Toasted grasshoppers tossed in chili lime salt. That is their new delicious treat that they are having, that the Mariners will be serving. Now, would you? No. 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 You would not try it? No. So you're being picky about this? Yes, I don't want to eat deep fried insects. Yes, that's my line. There you go, Greg. Seems like somebody's sure being a little me. bit. Uh, you caught me with my whole not wanting to eat insects thing. Toasted grasshoppers. Now, if you were in the live chat, slash live, I'm going to toss a picture in there of it. They are just basically whole grasshoppers. Looks like wings and everything. I don't know. I don't know if the wings Gross. are on there or not. Okay, that's. And they're just uh, toasted up with chili lime salt. Tossed in there. I don't know if you eat them with a hand, with your hand, or no. All right, that's enough. That's pop enough them in of one that. by one. Can you please just stop? So Sarah is a no. It's like a lot of people are saying no here in the live chat, but I just say you're being picky. Would you? Would you eat them? No, but everybody, nobody would expect me to. Well, nobody would expect anybody. If to. they were ground up and put into something, yeah. But the fact that they're whole, you're just picking up a whole grasshopper. No. If they were ground up I'm, and cooked no, into something, ground yeah. up insects? God damn. You are broken inside. Yeah, I would try it if they were ground up. All right. Finally in ball talk, we have this. The Masters took place over the last uh, few days there in Augusta, Georgia for golf. And we have a winner. The winner is Sergio Garcia of Spain. Sergio Garcia uh, apparently has won a lot. Uh, is a very good player, right? Always ranked high, but had never won the big one. And he did finally win the big one. 
So I want to say congratulations to Sergio Garcia. And I did look it up just to see if there's any kind of a song out there for Sergio. And there is this. There is a oh boy. group of people who are fans of the Ryder Cup. Do you know what the Ryder Cup is? No. It's basically Europe versus America for uh, Europe or the world versus America in golf. It's something that happens every every year. Okay. I think every year. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a golf person. Anyway, t- yeah, Team Europe versus Team North America. Maybe that's what it is. And they compete against each other in the winter. You know, it's like a fun little thing they do. Anyway, there's a group of European fans. Sergio Garcia is Spanish. They wrote a song about Sergio. We are the guardians of the Ryder Cup. Brought to you by Your Golf Travel. And we love Team Europe. When he tees it up high, it will rip through the sky, that's Garcia. When he shoots for the green, he's the best that I've seen, that's Garcia. When he pulls out his flop, he'll give Ricky the chop, that's Garcia. When he sinks his last part, he will kick Bubba's butt, that's Garcia. Okay, Greg, that's enough. And this is the reason why you wonder people get, why people get mad at you. Sergio Garcia, winner of the Masters. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Okay. There it is. That is the there tale. There it is. The tale that was God. told. Okay, come on. Let's expense a couple steaks now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> No, no, we're not eating. We're not expensing steaks. I mean, but we should. <laughs> I hardly <laughs> think that's okay. I don't think that's going to quite count as the business expense. Um, but anyway, I'll try it. I'll try it again. I'm sending the emails. Tell me how wrong I am. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, we do have something else, though, we need to get to. There's a birthday, sir. Oh, crap. Okay. And uh, this, this one is. Going to be a little bit late for the happy birthday. Okay. However, it's not our fault. Are you sure? Is it your fault? No. It's not my fault. It's probably your fault, right? No. Okay. No. It's for Ginny Ray's birthday. Ginny! But her sister was late to send in the birthday throwing request. throwing her under the bus? What are you because doing? She wrote, because I don't want to be blamed for it. Look, I'm not saying that she didn't write in. But she was late. Was she late? When did she write in? She wrote and said she was late. She wrote in over this oh weekend. Oh, my God. You're such a tattletale. Are your feelings hurt because people are mad that you don't like steak and so you're trying to act out? No, I'm, I'm Ginny pulling Ray. it I'm not, I'm not acting out at Ginny Ray. It's Ginny Ray's birthday. It's not her fault. Calling out her sister yeah. who just loves her so much and yes. she's sorry that she had a lot of other things to do and might not be able to. Well, I'm just saying that, you know, time. she shouldn't be – that if Ginny wants to direct her anger towards someone, it's not, it shouldn't be towards us. You know, I'm sure she's furious right now about not getting a birthday wish on, on Friday. Okay. Uh, but uh, – but yeah, so I just wanted to, I wanted to bring that up. All right, Ginny, sure happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot, Hot damn right. It was Greg's fault. It was not my fault. Mm, it was well, We not. don't know that it wasn't, wasn't not your fault. It was not my fault. Well, that technically speaking, that's not technically true. We don't know for sure. We do know. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do greatly appreciate it. We do. Each you and are every all one of you. Great. Let's go get some steaks. We're not getting steaks. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You're great. You are. Big thank you to Dan Weber. Also, for coming on the show, go uh, get tickets. That's the guy who like really has laid out his goals and knows what he wants to do. Yeah. I, res- I respect that. Like picking up, moving across the country, and like setting your standards. Like this is what I want to do, and I want to be able to do it by then. I think I admire that. And get tickets. Oh, absolutely, get tickets to go <laughs> see. Just completely dismiss what I just. Said. Well, I mean, I I agree. <laughs> yeah, stamped approval. <laughs> um, get tickets to go see a show at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, it is tomorrow, Tuesday, April 11th, heliumcomedy.com. 
and uh, and go check it out, reading the Bible with Dan Weber. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. As I said, we really do appreciate it. I think you might have said that twice. I, I have, but I just want to say that I appreciate it. I No, no, not the appreciating thing. I think you did the number. Yeah, probably. <laughs> It's all right. I'm like over here thinking I'm crazy, and I think you just didn't do it. I might have. Or might just be crazy. One of the two. Um, yes. Let's see. Wednesday on the show, Augie Smith awesome. will be joining us. Send in money if you'd like to donate for a steak fund. Greg's steak fund. I guess I'll, I'll try it. If you own a steakhouse and you'd like us to come try your steak, let us know. That's a great idea, Greg. We'll come. We'll try your steak. We'll t- we'll bear that burden. I will try your steak. <laughs> I will bear the burden of trying your steak. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. All Thanks. right, chicken Thank man. you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.